What's going on, Chit Chatters? Welcome to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. This episode, we're digging into a reflection of 2020, a look back at the year of COVID and what it has done to you, to me, to us around us. Let's take a little time to reflect on the experience that we have lived through and perhaps think about partying like it's 1999. Are you with me? Let's dive into this episode. Are you a millennial who's struggling to find more purpose? Do you feel confused when you think about what you're created to do here? Do you waste time on job search engines searching for a better fit? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Welcome to the Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, a safe space where people from all walks of life can come together to learn, grow, and transform. My name is Jose Miguel Longo, and I'm your host. Life and Business Coaching for Millennials is a place where diversity is celebrated and encouraged, where we can have open, honest conversations about uncovering your purpose in business, feeling more joy in your life, and ultimately finding more happiness and success. I look forward to having meaningful conversations and coaching sessions that will help you explore life, career options, be inspired, fueled, and fulfilled with laughter. It's time to chit-chat with Jose Miguel. Let's dive in. Hey friends, today I want to welcome you to have a conversation in reflection on the last year. This week is officially a week, actually I should say officially a year since the pandemic was considered a pandemic globally. Um, also in the U.S. where we kind of started to see things shutting down. And the reason I think it's important to have a conversation on reflecting is so that we don't forget the parts of what we experienced in the last year and what we're currently experiencing as well. And there's lessons there that can help us see the changes that we've taken on in our lives to transition to the place that we are today. And oftentimes people who, you know, I always talk about reflection is important for the heart and important for the soul. Oftentimes we don't take enough opportunity to reflect and to understand the place that we're in and how we got here and what we can do to better gather our feelings, our emotions, and what we want to see going ahead and looking into the future. I feel that looking back a year ago, I remember exactly what I was doing and where I was when I learned that our governor was going to shut down um, college campuses. And I was hearing already from tons of people from East Coast and West Coast that things were shutting down. I was having conversations with friends out on the West Coast that, you know, their schools were shutting down and the number of cases were ramping up. Conversations with people who didn't know that they had COVID and then realized that what they had was COVID. And just the things that we all were looking at and going through and trying to absorb um, to the fullest extent of what we were experiencing. So this is a reflection. This is a conversation at all the different challenges we may have uncovered, all the different things that we went to um, in relationship to COVID. I really think that we as humans are always given things that ultimately we can never not uncover. And what I mean by that is that there's a saying that says God never puts anything in your way that he doesn't think you can overcome. 
And I truly fundamentally believe that to my core. I don't care if you are religious or not. There's always someone there looking over you and there's always someone there looking down on you. And we have to accept, although it's really hard to accept, the challenges that are put in front of us so that we can then grow from that experience and get a little bit more uncomfortable with the things that create fear in us, the things that give us anxiety, the things that stress us out a little bit. I bet you right now, you're 10 times more resilient the person you are today than you were a year ago. And you've pushed yourself in the ways that you never thought you could do. If I think back to March of 2020, you know, we were in a place where Zoom was not part of our vocabulary single day. Can I just tell you that my life revolves around Zoom right now? How I meet with my students, how I meet with my clients, how I meet with just people in general. Um, you know, during the summertime, my cousins and I were having Zoom conversations just to kind of see each other and see how the kids were doing and just connecting. People were doing Zoom birthdays and Zoom happy hours and just to really help our minds connect a little bit more and not feel so disconnected as humans. And it's only, I don't care if you're introverted or extroverted, you can be shy and be a shy introvert, but you could also be an introvert who needs people. And as humans, we crave that. That's in our nature. That's unique to us. The one thing that I think we're going to learn a lot from going into the next couple of years after we can kind of stop calling this a pandemic and just really look at it from an experience is the impact of mental health. And all throughout the, the experience that we had in 2020, I was a huge advocate for people talking to other people when it came to their mental health. I, as a person who has experienced mental health and who continues to fight that, you know, battle every day, you know, with depression, I I think that it's important to recognize where where your limits are, but then push the boundaries of those limits. I was a teenager, really young, when I first started to recognize that I had some mental health and didn't really know what it meant, but I knew that something was off and I didn't feel quite well about myself. And I went through a lot in that journey. And I, when I got into my early 20s, I went and sought help and then got some medication. And I'm not on medication anymore. I actually just, you know, feel more balanced in my life. I've added different ingredients to the recipe to kind of make it work for me where I don't need to be medicated. But I know in the back of my mind that I've been in these dark places that can always come to revisit themselves. There's those demons that haunt you always that can impact you. And you have to give yourself that grace to really give to really give you that breath. And I've done that throughout this pandemic, not recognizing that I did. When I think back now and I reflect, I've actually done it. You know, when it was mind, watching the mindful television, I remember, I think it was back in April or maybe in May when I decided to just go back and watch all of RuPaul's Drag Race because I felt like I needed something that was going to make me laugh. I felt like I needed something that was going to make me connect to a community. And although people were all in different spaces, we were all doing different things. I know TikTok became the biggest thing. I didn't jump on the bandwagon until late, late last year, but I'm not even active on TikTok like that. I just kind of watch everybody. Um, and music. 
music has always fed my soul. Music has always been my inspiration. Music has always been a part of my life in such a big way. It's gotten me through through some really deep, dark shit. But the, the, the mixture of the mindful TV and the music allowed me to really feel connected more to myself and allowed me to really think about and reflect on the things that I wanted for myself and the things that I wanted to see in the future. Because when we go through periods of loss and periods of pain and, you know, all those processing of emotions, it can be super hard. I think that by now, almost everyone has experienced to some degree an impact to the pandemic of COVID, whether it's you lost someone in the transition of it or someone you know has had the had had the virus. Um, maybe you lost your job or someone you know lost their job or maybe you were furloughed or laid off temporarily um, or you, you're just recovering from it yourself and recovering from all the things. The thing for me when I think about reflecting is that how can we look back at 2020 and go into the remainder of 2021? You know, we're kind of like hitting end of first quarter here. We have so much to be grateful for, to be blessed. When we hear that by July, we can come together as humans, as people, as Americans to connect with our loved ones and people that we care about. That sends so much joy to my heart to know that I can be around my family in a way that I didn't think that I could, even though I have visited my family, you know, I took the risk um, back in December and back in September where I couldn't just, I couldn't do it anymore without seeing my nieces and my nephews and my brother. It was just such a long time and I, I was home alone most of the time while my husband was working and he had to go into work every single day. And I didn't really think about what it did to me in my own way, mentally, that I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> um, literally, I was doing nothing. Once um, summer came and, you know, fall started to come, winter just kind of set in and it took me for a real, real turn where I just went into a depression of sorts. And it, it really caused me to shift my mindset. I was still, you know, remaining with high spirits and hopeful. I mean, I was doing all the things, right? But I think at the same time, it, winter here sucks, quite frankly. I mean, living in upstate New York, it's great in the summer. You know, it's nice to have all four seasons too, but like you can get, because it's so gray, you can get really into a really slump if you allow it to do that. And it did because I didn't leave the house much. But... When I look back at being able to think about the things that were wins in 2020, I think about this podcast and the coaching business that I've created. You know, the podcast started, I recorded my first episode in March, I want to say it was like 11th or 12th, in a hotel room in Albany, New York, while I was away for work. I was hosting a career fair. And... um I want to say it was like March 14th when, you know, I actually had to make the call to cancel our career fair. I can't remember the exact day. I know that it was a Thursday and the Wednesday night before at one in the morning, I was literally emailing everybody and then calling everybody in the morning to tell them we canceled the event because it was just 
you know, too much of a risk. And, you know, I think back at like my last in-person career event that I hosted, which was in my Utica campus in our field house. And that was insane to see that even still we had bottles of hand sanitizer everywhere and people weren't were even wearing masks yet. And there were people that were nervous that had canceled, that were from out of town. Um, you had people coming from Massachusetts, Rhode Island, um, and even people from downstate that decided not to come. So I just think of that, that where that those things were. But I want to switch into, you know, the framework of where I am today with like, we're a year into this podcast on April 22nd, April 23rd, I think, is a year anniversary. We're over you know, 3,500 episodes, 3,500 downloads with, you know, 50 something episodes. I think this would be episode 56. There's so much that I'm blessed and grateful for that I chose to take the opportunity of what COVID presented itself to do positive things, to do the things that I know that I always wanted to do and to really create a space for people to come together and belong. I wanted to be a person that was there for people when they didn't have a place to be or they were lost and they kind of felt like they needed to hear someone, give them some positive reinforcement. I hope that the last year has brought people some peace and some hope and and created a space where they were able to connect, whether it was on a level of their career and what to do, or whether it was just a conversation. I think about the conversation I had about social justice and racial um, microaggressions and the situation with the um, Black Lives Matter movement, how, you know, it's crazy to think that on March 13th, this past Friday, it was a year ago since Brianna Taylor was murdered. And I just see how powerful this movement is. And I feel so, you know, as, and for my generation, the work that we're doing to do that, and I know that other generations are as well, but like, it's just so far powerful to see them be part of that conversation. I, as a person of color, have seen the impacts of what has happened, even in the workplace more specifically. I haven't been in a space where I've personally have been impacted um, by the same level of racism that my brothers and sisters of black that are black and brown, but I have had experiences of racism and microaggressions and, um, you know, in the workplace specifically. And I just think we're, we're doing such amazing work and those people who are out there that are still fighting for that. And I'm, I'm here for that. And I want to have more conversations around that. That's such an amazing thing to look back that in the middle of this pandemic, people rose, they decided to stand up for social justice and what's most important in the human race as people. And it's so true. I mean, I think about the, the journey that I grew up in New York. So in New York, it was so different. Um, you know, it, it was, it wasn't as vis, I could, I, I say it wasn't as visible because I grew up in a very diverse community um, where we had everything, you know, every, every possible ethnicity you can think of was in my community. And so you lived with that. You lived in those communities. I think you see a lot of it in spaces where there might be just one big pocket of a population of people. And then they're, you know, they're, they're pushed down and they're, they're pushed in a way that ultimately they're, they're not able to win in any battle they're trying to fight. 
um, which is super sad. And it happens a lot. I mean, I know a lot of people who have been extremely impacted by it. I mean, everybody is impacted by it. To say not to say that, but I think some people actually experience it day after day. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was, had you thought about anything that you wanted to achieve or do for yourself? I know a lot of people like going into 2020 were originally like, oh, this is the year I'm going to get in shape or this is the year I'm going to do so and so I'm going to do this. Did you able to do any of that? You know, I know that sometimes we think about, I always thought 2023 was gonna be, 2020 was going to be an amazing year. And for myself and my husband more specifically, it was a year full of a lot of loss. He lost his mother to cancer and his brother to diabetes. And, you know, I think with that came so much awakening for him in being able to start to think about how he truly wants to live his life more fulfilling and what he wants for himself. I think he he had his own conversations internally and he's still processing that and going through the process of, you know, not so much the anger of losing a loved one, but more of like the missing and thinking about it. It's crazy to think that on April 7th, it'll be a year since my mother-in-law passed. Um, just there's those, there's those things I think people oftentimes don't think about but for all of you who listen to the podcast are there is there anything that you think back okay I didn't do this in 2020 because the pandemic and because of COVID how do you feel about that today in 2021 and what do you see yourself doing with that has your thoughts and feelings about those goals and objectives changed now because you're not the same person you were because this experience has completely transformed you? Do you feel that now your goals are completely different, that you're not in the same mindset? And clearly you're not in the same mindset. I don't think any of us are. But for me, these are questions that I'm asking you ultimately because I think it's going to impact you for years to come, Um, especially when you're trying to create goals for yourself and goals for your life and goals for people who surround you and your you and and people who surround you and people who are part of your family. And the journey, you know, it doesn't stop there. And I think that in the time of reflecting, we want to make sure that we recognize what was lost. We want to make sure we recognize what we've achieved. We want to make sure that we give ourselves and we make ourselves more aware of our mental health and that we give ourselves a little space and space for breathing. Um, Because truly, we as humans, we're always resilient. We're, We're so strong. We have the unique ability to shift our mindset in any which way we want it to go. And we have the unique ability to rise to any occasion. So I want to close this episode out by, you know, making sure you you listen to those questions. I'll make sure that I put them in the show notes for you. I want you to reflect because this is about reflection, reflecting on the last year and thinking about where do you see yourself for the remainder of 2021. I will say that I am hopeful and I'm grateful that even with everything that has transpired for me personally and professionally, that there's so many blessings to come. 
And it's just going to get better. It's just going to get better. I'm so excited to have a good time, let my hair down, get loose, you know, do some hot girl shit and just party with my friends this summer and really enjoy that. I'm going to be looking at it and smiling and saying this is such a blessing to be around these people. I'm so looking forward to that. I'm so looking forward to where my career goes. I have so many changes happening right now, professionally, um, a little bit personally, but mostly professionally, making some shifts and some moves in my career. And, you know, I'm looking forward to see the growth and change that happens with the coaching business in this podcast. You are you are all my listeners. You're my tribe. You're my people. I want to make sure I show up for you and continue to show up for you <clears throat> every single week and hopefully more than once. And I want to make sure that you know I'm here for you. You know where to find me. You know where to go. So reflect, my friends. Show up for yourself. Be brave. Be powerful. Show with love. I love you. Have a blessed day. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. Lots of love. Hey, Chit Chatter, before you go, if you love this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I read every single one of them. It would mean the world to me. And if you love some free coaching, go ahead, like, subscribe, and in the review, leave us a comment. Go ahead and screenshot it and then post it on over on Instagram stories and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. Thank you so much for listening. All my love. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.